SAFM 104 to 107. That's the choice of Chasson to Protea Glenn, Paul Simon and Ladysmith Black Mambazo with You Can Call Me L. You remember that was on the Graceland album many years ago. So that's how we start. If there's a song you'd like to hear, Chakaza, I see that you uh, are looking for a song as well. Let us uh, keep sending them in. How do you send the big fat juices, the choice of songs that'll make your Sunday morning? You can SMS us on 41391. 41391 or you can WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. 0614-104-107. We love to hear your voice. Let us know where you are also sending your message from. Which part of the country is? What's the weather like? How are you feeling this morning? I mean, if I look out the window on the sixth floor of the SABC, it's a misty, misty, gray and rainy morning. What's it like where you are? You can also call us on 011-714-2006 or follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFMJSB or at Mish Constant. So we're going traveling first thing this morning and we're going traveling with two UCT students who participated in something called the Leadership on the Edge program focusing on climate change in Antarctica. On the line with us, we've got Medina Motupi and Catherine Dunn. They are students, as I mentioned, at UCT and they have just taken part in the 2041 Climate Force Antarctica Expedition. Medina, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us here this morning, Michelle. Thank you. Medina, let's start with you. It's such a privilege to be here, Michelle. (laughs) It's good to have you guys on the line. Two women joining the 2041 Climate Force Antarctica Expedition. What is this expedition all about? Uh, I'll ask you, Medina, if you start. We'll start with you. So, well, this expedition was, um, was really about a journey for us to directly see the impact of climate change by going to Antarctica, while also improving our leadership um, skills in terms of to be able to talk to people about the impact of climate change and to give us the skills to be able to directly implement our own um, method of combating climate change. So not only was it a series of us being able to do Antarctic landings, but it was also a combination of um, doing environmental talks and workshops on the ship. So, Catherine, I understand that you actually stopped over in a place called Ushaya from Argentina, which is, uh, Ushaya is one of the world's southernmost cities. And I'd love to know the, the experience of being that far south before you even get into Antarctica. What was that like? It was such an incredible experience to, one, be on the 2041 expedition, but um, spending these few days in Ushuaia, um, it was was such a life-changing experience. Um, Medina would probably be a better person to answer this question and speak more about it. I had many challenges to overcome in Ushuaia that I tested positive for COVID and was in isolation for majority of the program. so I was streaming that live from my hotel room while I sat in isolation. I did, however, get to hike to the Marshall Glacier and um, see different forests and the nature of Ushuaia. But um, it was a very difficult period for me as I sat in isolation. And wow. um, the the expedition, it, in the flash of an eye, you work 
so hard and sacrificed so much, raised so so many funds um, for it only to uh, get a positive COVID test and have everything placed on hold. So that was my part of my experience in Ushuaia and a huge part of the expedition, my expedition story and narrative. Catherine, what you were you were in um, lockdown there? Were you able to then move past lockdown once you actually got into um, Antarctica itself? Um, yes, I, I was extremely, extremely fortunate. What happened was on my second day, I tested positive and had to stay in isolation. Um, I received a message the day before our departure to Antarctica at 11.30 p.m. Sure. that the COVID test was negative. So you're sitting there the whole day waiting and waiting in anticipation. Um, is this journey going to be happening Um People are supporting you from around the world. What do you What do you go back home and tell your family, your friends, your your sponsors, your university? You know, you've um, promoted and um, advocated for this journey for such a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was one of the hurdles, one of the biggest hurdles I had to also overcome um, during my expedition. Medina, we're going to go to a break, but when we come back, I'd like to hear from you that going to um, and and being in, literally in Antarctica, when we come back, if we could just talk about what you actually saw, if you could describe that uh, experience for our radio listeners. It's 20 past 7. 20 past 7. We're chatting to Catherine Dunn and Medina Motupi. They are UCT students who participated in a Leadership on the Edge program in climate change. They went to Antarctica as part of an expedition focusing on climate change and also leadership and really taking a good, long, hard look at uh, the world we live in. Medina Perhaps for our listeners, to, if you could just paint that picture of Antarctica once you arrived there. So when we were able to see the first landing of Antarctica, the first thing you will notice is that there is this lack of, you know, it's pure, that it's quite a pristine place that you don't see that much human interference with. And in terms of the scenery and the imagery, it's quite, you know, a calm place, but that the weather can change at any moment. Because at first, it might be a clear day. It is as cold as they say it is. But in an instant, it can change to be a blizzard at any moment. And it's also, you also get to see um, the view of the whales, if yeah. you're lucky, and seals and gentoo penguins. Wow. Catherine, did they, uh, when you were there, did they demonstrate shifts and changes with regards to climate change? I mean, we hear stories of some extraordinarily uh, rapid melting of ice and of uh, large glaciers and the like. Um, this whole experience, we really got to <clears throat> see climate change and the effects of what we've done to our planet firsthand, um, we we couldn't make comparisons and say in this year the the the, the sea levels were so high and now they're higher. Yeah. But um, as Medina was speaking about the extreme weather in Antarctica, um, during our time it rained, poured, poured, poured with rain. Um, there was one day we could not even go to land because of the rain. Um, a group went out in the morning. Life jackets were inflated because of how wet it was. Yeah. Antarctica is the Earth's coldest, driest, windiest, and highest place. It's a big desert. Um, rain should not be happening, but because of the effects of climate change, these are the problems we're having. 
uh, Sir Robert Swan and people who had previously been on the expedition had commented about this rain in um, the desert. A few weeks ago, um, <clears throat> whilst we were in Antarctica, a research station recorded a temperature of more than 40 degrees Celsius above Jeez. the norm, higher than the norm. Yeah. Recently, also whilst we were there a few days ago, an ice shelf the size of New York or Rome, yeah. the Glenza Kanja ice shelf collapsed. And those are just some of the things we experienced by being in Antarctica during our expedition. You know, I'm interested in the fact that you say that Antarctica is a desert. And in fact, I, I know that when they train for the moon um, and, uh, and and even when they train uh, for a potential w- w- once day, once in a lifetime trip to um uh, to to Mars, they actually use Antarctica as as a means to do it because the landscape is so similar in so many different ways. Um, Medina, you were there as the only two South Africans amongst uh, 150 young lead, leaders chosen from 38 nations. What was your learning? I mean, cultural differences, but I suppose all with a very similar purpose and goal. Actually, we're one of only two South Africans students from UCT, but there were actually two other South Africans. Ah, okay. Uh, there was one from London who came directly from London and another former UCT alumni. Okay. And and just the, the experience of being with other students and uh, different cultures from all over the world? It was amazing because we were quite an extraordinarily diverse team. Age, ethnicity, religion, you name it. Yeah, Okay. So, uh, in closing, and, and I'll put this question to both of you. Uh, Catherine, we'll start with you. Having had this experience, where to from here? What does this mean for you? What does this mean for your advocacy and, indeed, perhaps your lobbying as you move forward with regards to climate change, the protection of the Antarctic, but also uh, with regards to that in our own country as well? I'll start with you, Catherine. So, just in terms of being one of two South African students selected to represent it was such a huge honor and and privilege um south africa is the only african continent that has signed the, the, the antarctic treaty and an agreement to protect antarctica um we're the only african nation with a base with research bases and stations in antarctica so the continent is very meaningful to us as south africans as well and in general um my expedition could not have been possible without my strong support network from everyone who um, who gave me support to complete and participate on this expedition. So I must say a heartfelt thank you to them. Where to from here, I don't have an exact plan, but I'm asking South Africans and people around the world to invest in young people, invest in us, um, impart knowledge, skills, um, just give us, give us, give us hope. Um, yeah. And Sir Robert Swan, one of his most famous quotes, he says, the greatest threat to our planet is the belief that someone else will save it. So I'm encouraging everyone to to look at look at yourself and where you want to go and the future of our planet. And um, I think there is hope and we can we can really when we work together, we can do it. Um, my message to the generate to my generation and especially the youth of South Africa is to be bold and dream big. Medina, let's uh, get your take. In closing, as we uh, go forward into the future, what uh, will you take forward? So what I would take forward is the necessity for us to act in order to do our best to reduce 
the impact of climate change. Otherwise, our future will definitely not have a future. And that in my part, in terms of what we can do in terms of sorting this issue out, I would definitely say we need to start with carbon emission reductions and to employ as many technologies to do that, many um, ways of doing that as soon as possible. And I'd also like to say, as the famous Catherine, it would not have been possible for me to have the privilege to be in Antarctica without my friends and my family who contributed a lot financially to this trip, and especially to my sponsors, Lajara Global Solutions, Systemic Logic, and Brainstorm Solutions. They contributed you know, a lot to this. So I'm very grateful to be here and that I'll definitely be working, or Catherine and I will be working on our own initiatives to um, promote climate change education, but also to do our part to um, be more sustainable and to reduce carbon emissions. Medina Motupi and Catherine Dunn, UCT students who participated in the Leadership on the Edge program focusing on climate change in Antarctica. It sounds like it was a fascinating expedition and certainly well worth every minute.